Well, this is Reset. I'm Michael Puente in for Sasha Ann Simons. If you're an artist or a writer, you may have heard the phrase, kill your darlings. You know, sometimes you have to get rid of the stuff you really love, maybe something that just doesn't fit. Well, an event at the Music Box Theater really takes that phrase to a different level. It's called Destroy Your Art. And it's just that. A few filmmakers are invited to create films of five minutes or less. They screen them to one audience, one time only, and then they burn the film. Poof, it's gone forever. The fifth installment is coming to the Music Box Theater tomorrow night. Joining us to tell us more about this unique event are the co-founders, Rebecca Fons and Jack Newell, and a filmmaker participating, Inez Solmar. Welcome to Reset, everyone. Thanks for having us. Great to be here. Good to be here. So that phrase I mentioned, kill your darling, it tends to be something we reserve for fluff, stuff you need to delete to to make the piece overall better. But I hear some really substantive emotional stuff comes out of this process. Can you tell us a little bit more about that, Rebecca? Yeah, absolutely. This is our fifth year of Destroy Your Art, as you said. And, And over the five years, we've welcomed, you know, over 20 artists and some really beautiful work has been shown, experimental work or very personal work. Uh, we had a filmmaker do a film about doppelgangers and he had this incredible art direction and actors and costumes and a set. And it was a very emotional experience for him to say goodbye to the film. So yeah, we invite the artists who participate in Destroy Your Art not to necessarily just sort of wing it, but to really put whatever they want, whatever the prompt uh, inspires them to do into their film, because it is really the singular experience. So not necessarily kill your darlings, but experiment with your darlings, maybe. <laughs> you know, that does sound pretty intense. What's the feel? What do you, does it feel like in the room doing all that? Uh, you know, it's a really electric experience. Uh, the filmmakers and the audience are having this really unique opportunity to connect over the images and the sounds that they're experiencing. Um, it's emotional. I mean, like I said, we've had we've had artists who are sort of it's hard for them to destroy their art. Um, but we really invite the audience to to pay attention, to look, to listen, knowing that they will never be able to repeat the experience. And for the artists, they're making something that is never going to go in their resume or their reel. They're not submitting it to film festivals. They'll never be able to rewind or change so it's really that that feeling of singularity uh, and really a, a special connection you don't get if you just go see you know Oppenheimer for the third time <laughs> <laughs> you know Jack I understand Rebecca actually gives you credit for coming up with the idea what was the initial <laughs> vision for this event uh, I have to go on the record Rebecca I did not come up with the idea uh, <laughs> okay. but thanks for giving me we came up with it together I should say yes. um, so the idea comes from uh, am I clear, Rebecca? We, I, it is a mutually decided upon but, idea, yeah. <laughs> the idea was, because I'm a filmmaker and Rebecca's in film exhibition as, as the director of programming at the Gene Siskel Film Center and has had a long time in, in film exhibition, and I'm on the filmmaking side, so we're sort of on two ends of the process in some ways. And so, as married couples do, because we're married, uh, we just talk about art and our work and all those other things. And uh, the idea sort of came out of probably something more whimsical, like what would you do if you made a movie that was only seen once, sort of. Then we ideated on that. And I think what we're interested in is both sides of that equation. One is how do filmmakers interpret a prompt that you're going to make a film that's only seen one time and then never exists again? How do you interpret that? And there's no right or wrong answer to that. It's just really what do you do with that? And then the flip side is, as an audience, what would you do if you knew this film is only ever going to be seen once and you're never going to be able to see it again? And how would that change the way in which you view this art? Um, And it's interesting given the times that we live in where everything's available all the time. And now we call movies 
content, which we don't like that word. It's a dirty word. Dirty word. And so, um, how does that change the way you interpret or you, that you watch or experience the films that are in front of you? I mean, you really can't see it again. It's destroyed right out You really can't. You're we really make correct. him sign a contract, um, legally binding contract. <laughs> uh, we had drawn up by an actual lawyer. And um, also everyone who does it is sort of game. They're not, no one's, you know, you know and no we one's don't surprised. Even, we don't even watch the films in advance. We do a, right. a very uh, kind of blind spot check, yeah. spot check and then that's it. So we're seeing them for the first time ever uh, as well. First and last time. Now, and as you were there last year as an audience member, what did you think about this process, this event? So I actually didn't have high expectations, I have to confess. I went because a friend of mine had a film screening. I'm like, this is a little weird. <laughs> what is this going to be? And then it was one of the most intense movie-going experiences I had all last year because as a viewer, you're really, I really locked into every single image and sound. So I don't think any of those filmmakers will get such an attentive audience ever again. So it's very different than watching something at home on your sofa where it's very where you're very distracted so that intense focus was definitely a highlight and the films were really interesting very diverse in terms of the approach well how did you feel about being invited back as a filmmaker this year oh this i was completely thrilled because you know this was so much fun last year so to be invited was wonderful but then starting to work on the project was a little bit more challenging than I than I thought it would be because I had to kind of think about what is my image making practice usually you know I tend to work on a lot of social issue documentaries so there's a freedom in making a short that doesn't have to lean into all the heavy serious kind of stuff but I also, I'm kind of an image hoarder, so to <laughs> let go of not just the project itself, but those individual clips, it's challenging. It's, it's, to me, it's a good challenge. So according to our listeners, burning is not a metaphor. They're, you're actually <laughs> torching these films. I got to ask Rebecca, why fire and not something else? Well, you know, this is our fifth year, and we've always sort of been leaning towards fire. I think it's very primal. Yeah. It's very cathartic. Um, the first couple of years, we did use metal shredders and a metal vice. Um, and I think fire, because it is it is primal, because it is, I mean, all of the destruction has always been permanent, but the detritus left over. So the first couple of years, it was like pieces of metal, shards of metal. But when you burn something, it's really really gone. There's a visual element to the burn charred uh, a piece that really is very satisfying. One, last year, one of the artists saved all the little burned pieces, and I think she made a, a piece of sculpture out of it, so it actually lived on in a different form of art. Um, it's also very visual. Um, as you can imagine, there's actual fire. It is not a metaphor. Um, and so there's a visual element to it, and film is a visual medium, so it continues on. As an audience, you're very wrapped because you're watching the films, and then you're watching this very primal destruction. It looks really cool. In photos well, I can hear people <laughs> listening and say, whoa, wait a minute, they're going to torch the music box theater? No, 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 no. There's safety all, protocols. All safety protocols have been, have been implemented, <laughs> yes. Very, very safe. Very safe. You know, I do feel like this uh, brings up a question about the uh, permanence of art. What does it mean to make something that you know is uh, destined to be destroyed? And as uh, how do you approach that idea? So before I started recording any footage this summer, I thought, 
I will need to lean into the ephemeral, into things that just vanish in terms of a theme. So I uh, decided to um, use kind of summertime heat and cooling down as my <laughs> guiding principle because, you know, it's we all experience it, but it's it's gone, right? Mm. So, so how to do that? I went to a lot of uh, outdoor events in Chicago and, you know, sampled footage at a bunch of uh, events. So it's a real slice of life of uh, summer in Chicago. That's kind of what I no, try to get at. Your background is mostly in documentary filmmaking, correct? That's right, yeah. And how, how did that impact your process in creating this five-minute film? So most of the images that I created are all documentary, observational documentary footage, but no interviews, right? So it's really kind of slice of life, um, kind of very colorful, very documentary-oriented footage. But then I, in editing, I crafted it into something a little bit different, and I used sound effects and so on. So it's kind of on the edge between experimental and documentary. Now, Jack, this seems like the pinnacle of uh, expect the unexpected. So if people, any listeners out there want to go to the event tomorrow, what can they expect? <laughs> uh, to be unexpected. <laughs> um, well, so the way that the evening works is we'll start around 7 p.m. And uh, every every filmmaker we do sort of independently. So the filmmaker first filmmaker will come up and we'll interview them. That interview will go from five to ten minutes. It can actually be rather short. It's just what does the filmmaker want to let the audience know before they watch and sometimes some context is important. And then we show the film, and then we uh, burn the film, and then we do a post-interview of, of the of how do they feel, basically. So how do you, you just burned your film, how do you feel? Um, and then that's usually a longer conversation. And then we go to the next uh, filmmaker, and we do that four times. And so that's sort of what the evening looks like, and there'll be drinks ahead of time in the lounge at the music box, and we'll all hang out afterwards. And that's actually where a lot of stuff happens, too, because people, you find, as Inez mentioned last year, People are very engaged by this entire event, and the conversations continue on, and it's just like people sort of mob the filmmakers in a lot of ways to ask them questions and talk about it and see, like, how did they react to it. All right, so then um, um, with these films being pretty short, uh, Rebecca, just five minutes or less, how does that change the work that audience members may get to see? Yeah, I think this whole uh, experience and whole uh, Destroy Your Art uh, initiative, it, it really encourages people's attention spans to expand. Um, uh, asking people not to look down at their phones or step away or be distracted. And I think also that the, the runtime of the films uh, enables that as well. There, you know, we've had films that have, I think we've had films that have gone a little bit over five minutes in the mm -hmm. history of Destroy Your Art. We've also had films that were a minute and a half, even shorter, um, or that, that played with different forms, animation, experimental, um, more personal diary, more narrative. So it's really, I mean, you can expect the unexpected in terms of the, the the actual event run of show, but even in the films too, you know, someone like Inez who works in documentary, who's playing with that form or a filmmaker, one of our filmmakers, Blair, is a multidisciplinary artist and I think he's playing with sound and image and paint. And, and so it's really exciting to kind of think about what you can achieve in five minutes or less as an artist and then as a, an audience member, how you can be impacted in five minutes or less one time, only one time, you know, that, that really, really the impact and the moment of connection with the art and the artist is a really, really special moment, whether it's a minute or five minutes. Now, Nez, was there anything at last year's event that you saw and that was it you wish you could see again? Oh, absolutely. I would love to see all of those films again. <laughs> I remember the fiction piece. That was so yeah, incredibly yeah, crafted. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, some of the other work was more personal, documentary-like, experimental. So lots of great, great... But it lives on in your, it lives on in in your, your mind. And how, like, do you think about them? Do you find yourself thinking about them? 
I've thought of Dinesh's piece quite often. Yeah, me too. Me <laughs> well, too. and what's interesting is we have some people that have come to Destroy Your Art every single year, and they'll say, oh, I remember that first year there was the like the horror movie, mm-hmm. or oh, I, I, oh, yeah, I forgot about that one, or I remember this one. And also themes sometimes emerge each year, which is fascinating. Um, so, you know, it is, it is really also you'll bump into someone on the street and be like, we both saw this film <laughs> together with, you know, 200 plus strangers, and nobody else in the city of Chicago got to see them. So it's really... It connects, I think, the audience sure. in the moment, but also well, known in, in the city of Chicago and the world. And the world. Unfortunately, <laughs> we have to leave it there. We're going to have to burn this now. So <laughs> we'll leave it there. That was Rebecca Fonz and Jack Newell, co-founders of Destroy Your Art, and Inez Somar, a filmmaker participating in the event. Thanks for coming on Reset. Thank you Thank so you. much. Thanks. Appreciate it.